Get cozy. Get real. It's time to settle in and expose yourself. On Cuddle Talk with Angela and Dana. Good. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Cuddle Talk. Uh, for those of you who are new here, uh, the purpose of Cuddle Talk is for us to get together in our most uh, uh, stripped down and authentic way in the comfort of our own homes, in the comfort of our pajamas, chilling out, having cool, just down to earth conversations with really, really awesome people. Uh, today, we, <laughs> we welcome Miss Michaela, Miss Michaela Bertishaw. I, I, I got to tell you, I have a bio of hers right here in front of me, and I'm doing one of these because let me tell you a little something about Michaela. Oh my God! Wait a minute. <laughs> I did have one thing I wanted to read. Michaela has come to us. Um, as a U instructor, she was referred to as a very dear friend, uh, Michael Strauss. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Michael. Yep. Michael's Much awesome. love, Michael. Um, and he tells us about her and she came in after orientation and she's just lovely from the word go. I can't even tell you. We had a few exchanges and we had some similarities. Uh, we both taught English in high school. Um, we both left careers, um, that, uh, I'm going to use the word soul sucking. She could, uh, you know, I would, I would go with that. Great, okay. beautiful professions, wonderful things, but yeah, sucked my soul. My yeah, personal soul. Yeah. And <laughs> yep. And decided to, uh, unsuck the soul and, and other things that bring us joy. She is the founder of Joy Enterprises, um, oh, uh, where her coaching business, Joy Inc. And her, and that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to make sure I got it right. Now we could throw this <laughs> thank out. You, thank you. She spends her life not only bringing joy to herself, to her family, and to others, but she teaches others how to do the same. She teaches two courses on Uniquely You. One is, what are you tolerating? It's sort of like the dip in your toe in to say, you know, mm -hmm. what am I putting up with here? Yep. And the follow-up is, there's always room for joy. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory. But mm -hmm. she walks you through the steps on how you could attain this yourself. So without further ado, I want to welcome Ms. Michaela to our Thanks, show. Michaela. And I want to hand over... And I want to hand over the mic to Ms. Angela. Oh, that's I me. That's it. me. That's me. <laughs> Michaela, Michaela. Hello, Michaela. Angela. Hello, gorgeous girl. I am so Good happy morning. you are here. So, so Dana and both Kristen and Dana had the opportunity to um, to get to know you better, right? But then when when, mm -hmm. when it was time for our rising time, which is like your graduation, I was like, I, I still haven't gotten it. my hat yet. Oh no, we had, it was a figurative throw. Figurative throw. Yeah. <laughs> I can throw my eye mask, my sleep mask yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, but it was such a pleasure to meet you. And I feel yeah. like we're kindred spirits and you're just like such a yep. beautiful addition to our team and what you teach is what we preach. So it's just, it's just so awesome to have you here with Yay. us today. Oh, um, uh, what a treat. Yes, you're For awesome. So I wanted to ask you, mm -hmm. tell us about your, your snuggly little eye mask. Why is it special? Um, it's special because I suck at sleeping. Um, I have, <laughs> I have, you know, I'm, I'm a product of a generation, you know, raise your hand if you want to, or your teddy bear's hand 
Um, if you've bought into the idea that to be successful and to be good and to be worthy means you're hyperproductive, yes. right? Yes. And, and that creates busyness, right? So the idea, uh, there's productive, producing and creating and nourishing, and then there's just this, this massive pile of busyness, right? Um, and I am a high performer. I love to do a good job and I followed the course. I did all the things and I found myself just like going, right? Like, oh, it's four o'clock in the morning. Let me just go. Maybe I can get a jump on the X, Y, Z, right? So in the past few years, as we unsuck ourselves, unsuck our souls, right? Um, we have to look at the other things we suck at. And for me, one of them was sleeping. So I have put effort into, I'm not great yet, but helping myself the conditions with which I sleep as I'm working through releasing the judgment of what it means to be productive versus busy. Um, so the eye mask is my way of kind of just, all right, I'm gonna do this thing. It's a physical conscious reminder. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I cannot open my eyes. So it's like, oh wait, I shouldn't be opening my eyes. Maybe I should try this whole sleep thing again, right? Oh, so it's just, awesome. it's part of something, a, a tangible piece, right? Because we're not machines. We can't just flip a switch and say, you're gonna be a good sleeper now, Michaela. Right. We have to create the conditions for that success. And my eye mask, my sleep mask is one of those things, so. Ah. Ah, yep. you're awesome. You're awesome. Well, I mean, listen, it's, I'm an opportunist. I want to sleep better, right? <laughs> what are my opportunities to do so? Um, and, and, and that's it, right? Like it's not extraordinary self-care. It's just making good decisions to reach my goals, you know? Nice. Um, and, and that's, you know, so I, you said to cuddle up, right? If you're going to picture me sleeping, this is it. I'm usually not wearing like a, like a nice pajama thing. It's usually like a t-shirt and all that jazz, but I'm wearing, I'm hey, wearing we can Pearl dress Jam up shirt. for, I'm wearing yes. this for you. Oh, Thank you. I hope we talk about Pearl Jam and I love that it's off the shoulder. I have to cut all my t-shirts. I like, if it's like around here, I'm like, you're blocking my throat. I, I'm speaking. My <laughs> vocal chakra, chakra, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally, totally. So yeah, pay oh, attention. I love, <laughs> I love it. Well, the whole idea too about oh. um, pedal talk and being cozy when you come on here mm -hmm. is to just like not put on airs, right? Not put on right. the mask that we wear every single day, but just right. like sit back, kick back, and really talk about like how we're feeling. Because yes. just a bunch yep. of gals sitting around snuggling yep. with our bears. I, I yeah. love it, and it's it's one of the few conversations like this I've been on some other podcasts and you know, you said, how are you today? I said, I am not prepared. And I felt good saying that because when we know what's important to us, we don't have to prepare. We've got the practice. We've got the things in place to help us get there. Um, so I feel great showing up today because all you want to do is hang out and I'm good. That's with right. That. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You know, Angela, we had a similar conversation with Angela's daughter yesterday, Maddie. She's uh, 17 and um, mm -hmm. is writing college essays. And we were talking about the challenges of that mm -hmm. and the, the closing statement in, in the essay and how she right. was kind of hyper-focused on that. And it's that same idea when you are speaking or doing or writing anything from the heart as opposed to the mind, yeah. it just shows up. Yeah. 
You yeah. know what I mean? So when you're just kind of being, a, yeah. you know, an authentic version, write your story. What's your story? Yeah. Worry about the parameters later. Because the parameters yeah. are what slow us yep. down, right? Worry about We've the forgotten parameters. how to brainstorm. Get it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm always like, just get it, it out. People. I'm like, spew it. Just yeah, throw just up on a piece it. of paper and send it to me and I'll look at it. We're yeah. so Maybe we should teach this class. How to it write a closing a statement for When you say essays. we, you mean you, which I think oh. is an awesome idea. Thanks, Michaela. <laughs> oh my gosh, and she's a coming class. soon. <laughs> well, put another course on Find Uniquely You. Listen, honestly, listen, you know what we need to do? We need to get those 10th and 11th graders in these classes that I'm teaching, in the classes that everyone else is offering, because how in the hell are these kids supposed to have a closing statement? How are they supposed to know themselves? What have we in a culture where it's just go fast, test fast, think fast, watch fast, eat fast? Yeah. How do we, like, we have never given the time. I look at my kids, they're eight and 11, and I'm looking at them through new lenses. Like, if you were my client, wow, I would probably be parenting, guiding, forwarding you differently because they don't know how to have the, they don't know a closing statement. Yeah, they don't yeah. know who they are in that quiet no. space. No, no, they don't. And and you know, no. we all might know. Be onto something. We all know because you and I have taught in the classroom. You know, there's a lot of teaching to the test, and what if you know, mm. teaching to the expectation. I tutored for a decade for not only for the SATs, but for the um, the verbal and the writing portion, and, right. and the ACTs, and uh, worked with kids with college essays. And it's like, meet this, meet this parameter, meet this, meet yes. this. And they're, and they're not getting the true essence of themselves because they're only right. writing what they're thinking For somebody the else wants to hear. Right. And so now let's bring this to a broader picture. People are only saying what they think people want to hear. People are only 100%. selling what they think that they want to buy. It reminds me of when I opened the gallery, you know, I always painted Cringe. because what felt good to paint. But mm-hmm. I had artists in there that were like, okay, who would buy this? And it loses its yeah. its value because now 100%. you're catering to somebody else. If two out of 10 people like what I'm doing, they like it, like it. I don't yeah. care about the other eight. You know, I'm not yeah. trying, I'm clearly not trying to appeal to them. Right. Because <laughs> you if you're appealing, well, I think you are, but if you're appealing to the other eight, they're still not going to buy it. And if they do, it's a fractured transaction because it's not really you. And that's how you sell 100%. your soul, yeah. right? Like that's the self, like, because so my, my business I was in, I still part of the business. It's my family business. It's pretty cool. It's fourth generation. It's got a beautiful legacy. It has given us a wonderful life. Um, however, putting me, someone who wants to look, touch and see and feel the world and all of its people into a manufacturing position. Hmm. Well, you know, the the well runs dry, right? I did good work. I did great work, served a great role and great purpose, but it, it really got to the point where I just didn't even see myself anymore, right? The well was empty. Yeah. And I don't want that for my kids. And that has nothing to do with my family business at all. I don't want them to choose a path because marketing, school, culture, TikTok says it's the way to go, right? I want them to find their voice. I want them to paint for the two people. But it's so, it's swimming upstream with everything that's coming their way. 
so Michaela, you know? every time you open your mouth, I'm like, oh my God, are you my twin? Because I was a... I think so too. I Seriously. I, I, I feel like like we're all three just like, like these, like, I don't know, a little like trifecta. Long lost, long lost triplets that found each other, you know, like separated at birth. Well, but I, gotta, I have news for you. We are listening to the same source. We are hearing from within and that voice within is within all of us. And yeah. it just gets easier when we have more people around that can hear it too. So, well, yeah, it gets easier to find your people too, because your unicorn <laughs> yes. horn is like, dick, 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 yes. and it's calling them <laughs> yes. in. Yeah, I mean, we and the bullshit meter is also up. I hope it's oh, okay yeah. to throw in a few of bombs course. there, but of course, like, <laughs> I feel like, my, like, yes, my unicorn horn is like glowing and it's leaving a little sparkle glitter in a mist, but my bullshit meter is also like, oh no. Exactly. No. You see yeah. things much clearer when you're Different. pulled back, you know? Yes. Um, but I wanted to so. say, I left a job, um, six-figure job, as a director of branding and marketing for a manufacturing company. Oh, lovely wow. people, lovely position, but Absolutely. it was for somebody else. And yeah. it was just, it just didn't, like, it wasn't, yep. you know, it wasn't this. Like, this is what it's all yep. about. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this I know. Is the, I get the look, it. touch, feel of people, and and it's one of those. You you probably enjoyed parts of what you did, and for me, it gave me flexibility. My son had particular um, has particular medical needs that requires attention and time, and he's fine, but it's still a lot of effort. If I were teaching, every personal day I had would be consumed, and then some. Right? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it under those conditions. So it was the compromise of, well, I get my flexibility to take care of my kiddo. That makes me a damn good mom. Yes. But I'm going to sell my soul in the process, but I'll get to that later. Right? Yes. Like, I'll, I'll get there. Right. And then what I, I've heard from you before, Angela, like I've heard you talk about it, is that it is that I just cannot do this anymore moment because I will break. I will well, break. Uh, yeah. And it was a get your, get your head out of your ass moment is what Dana calls it. But it was, yeah. you know, we yes. moved into a house, we bought a house and then I turned to my husband and I was like, I gotta quit my job. And I, I mean, I did it. I, I love them. Truly wonderful yes. family. And I gave them six weeks and I helped them right. try to find a replacement, all that good right. stuff. So I did it right. But right. yeah, you just, sometimes you have to just what was that first day like for you? Day one of like, and, and for both of you, because you've both left big jobs and sacrificed a way of a confidence and a way of being. Because I do remember day one and it was like deer in headlights for a hot second. And yeah. then go girl, go girl, go girl. <laughs> and I just had to go. <laughs> but I did sit there for a minute going, Michaela, I have to tell you, I was just, I, I'm in the process of um, uh, doing the audio book for the, mm -hmm. for the woo woo book that's right. following 10 Rex. And Can't so wait. I'm reading the whole thing again in yeah. order, right? And I just yesterday read the part where I talked about where I left my job. And remember, school teacher, so I left in June, and now I have until August before, you know, right. I took a, a part time job to keep Rob from. <laughs> to keep Rob, you know, from Something's having to commit happen. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so I remember <laughs> what I wrote was I was in my studio, like painting, like now for a living, 
like where I never understood not that nine to fiver, not having to get up, shower, be pretty, go to work, get that, you know, you get this break. And then, I mean, there were times I was so busy because I was a single mother there for a little bit and I was, um, uh, tutoring and commuting and all of these things that I had a refrigerator because I had a pretty plush office in my, in my job and I had a refrigerator and I would go in the middle of the day, go food shopping on Wednesdays, put the perishables in my fridge. Like it was that kind of hamster wheel. So now I'm in my studio. Because it has to be. Otherwise, how do you do it all? How do you do it all? And I'm, and again, you have to do it all because that's the belief system. But I'm in my studio, I'm jamming out to Barry Manilow, my, my version of Eddie Vedder. And I'm jamming out to (laughs) Barry Manilow. And the shirt. She's got the shirt. Do you have the shirt? The Barry Manilow shirt? Yeah, Angela's got a shirt on. I, I don't have it on, but I've got my I've got my okay. Barry stuff. But, Next time, you know, oh, you're so yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. I'm jamming out with Barry. My doors are open because it was a macked out shed. Mm-hmm. I'm looking into my beautiful yard, Love onto it. my pool. I'm painting, and I had that moment of, yeah. oh my god, this mm-hmm. is my job now. And I literally had to put the brush down, put my face in my hands and let myself ball. I could not believe that I was doing this, was not making a dime, no promise of money coming in, trusting that I would find success somewhere, somehow, and none of it mattered. The electric bill didn't matter, right? And I just cried in gratitude because I couldn't believe it. And the reason I'm sharing this with you guys is because most people who listen go, oh yeah, look at the three of them, you know, Three out of 500 million that are able to do this. No. We're all able to do it. We just have mm-hmm. to find our way and our steps right. and listen to our our guts. Because our guts, I always say our guts, our soul, our inner, whatever, are telling us what to yep. do. And so I'd yep. like to know from you, Michaela, what was the get your head out of your ass moment? You know, and we call it that because I had an instance. So now that's the term. But what was your (laughs) moment when you were like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore? Yes. Um, Well, so I started my coaching business in 2019 and and started it was the to try to leverage some of that lost soul piece and just have a Mm -hmm. little bit of peace that was for me. What I found was it was hard to do that when the other thing was paying and there was expectations and I couldn't make the priority. But I managed it and little by little, the scale tipped, but it was December of last year. We had come through all of this COVID mess. That's Angela's month. December Really? Oh gosh. Can we just like touch each other? I know. I don't know where you (laughs) are. It's so funny because your screens (laughs) don't match. You guys are like, it did. (laughs) You're in the middle. We're going to hug you in the middle on my end at least. (laughs) So the world was going darker. Right. We thought the world was dark and then it got darker and then it got darker. And I'm looking at my people, my beloved people, and they're they're getting darker and the dark hole is just pervading. And I, I just one day I, said, I just cannot do this anymore. I, I am dying and my people are dying. I have a gift and a skill and I should bring it to life. I have to. It was truly divine. It was that moment of that's it. Like resoluteness. It was two weeks later. I went and, you know, my family business, right? My sister is still the president of the company. My husband was involved. My dad is involved. My grandfather, God bless him, is still involved. 
but it was all these layers. And I said, you know what? And, and they knew, they knew this was coming, right? It wasn't like I woke up one day and just did it. Yeah. Um, I had too many things to peel back, but it was still very intimidating. I was very fortunate. My family was 110 behind me. My husband is behind me. So I had that, but they had also seen me work for it. They had also seen me do the trainings and do the practice and do the work and learn what I was here to do. And they also could see that I just like was bursting with desire. And, and it's great because we went through a lot of mess January, February. We had a lot of things go on, but I called myself a coach. I didn't call myself an employee of the family business. And I know for a fact that that helped a lot of other people I love get through a lot of mess. And it was just such a beautiful time. And it gave me the courage and, and the reminder to keep going. Um, but man, I, it, I, I couldn't take the darkness. I just could no longer stand in the dark. Oh. That's beautiful. I just, oh. I don't know. So that, like, that's it. It's, oh. it's no more profound than that. Yeah. And it, and it, it, Oh, it like my heart is gripping a little bit because I remember the feeling and how much I pulled with that feeling of pain and expectation. And I'm going to branch out and say, I love y'all, but this is not for me. I got to go do me. And that's uh, terrifying when that's going to say it takes been the relationship. Bravery. Yeah, right. I, I am the I am good and dutiful. I show up. I, you know, I do all the things I'm reliable. I like I do the thing that nobody wants to do because it's good for the group. Um, and I wasn't going to be that person in that conversation. And that I mean, it took practice. I worked with the, the two weeks was, hey, coach. Hey, Wanda, <laughs> how do I do this? What do I do? <laughs> like, you know, because it has to be strategic, right? We cannot go like a bull in a china shop. There has to be some narrowing of the gap so that we don't fall through. Um, Yes. And I, I, I was thinking it's coming up on a year of that feeling. And I'm like, hmm, how do I want to embrace that this December? How do I want to think that through to move that forward? Because I don't want to lose that feeling, that reminding, um, because I, that, sh that will drive me, the desire to just show up truly for my people in the way I'm intended. So, Michaela, so I have <laughs> I, I have to tell so you, I was not expecting that. That's, can I have a hug? Cuddle. <laughs> Cuddle. Here, give yourself a hug. I tell Christian to do this all the time. I say, I love myself. I love myself. <laughs> Michaela, both you and Angela are coming up in a year. And no, uh, June 2017 was when I walked out. Mm. June, June 2016 is when I decided took me a year because again, you have to strategize, yeah. right? But June 20, because if you've endured it this long, you can endure a little time to get, but to get once you decide right? and you stay, it becomes oh, even more difficult if you know, but that was yes. five years. So this June will be six years, right? I want you both to know, cause you were talking about the feeling and how you honor mm -hmm. that feeling. There is not a day that goes by that, that the decision I made and where I am now is lost on me. There's not a day that goes by that, that, that I am not in appreciation and gratitude at one point or another. Yeah. It changes. Cause it used to be disbelief. Right. Like, holy shit, what right. am I doing? Oh my God, I right. should be at work. Right. And then there's like, <laughs> yes. oh my God, how am I, how am I surviving? I didn't think I could survive because I right. gave up X amount of salary. You know what I mean? But it, yeah. then it turns into, oh wow, where was I a year ago? 
Oh, wow. Look at, oh, what would I be doing this time of day? And now I like, just to give you a little, for instance, I'm like making my schedule for the week and I have my uniquely stuff. I have different things, but I'm like, okay, these two days I'm going to do my audio book. And on these two days, I'm going to paint that painting I was working on. And then on this day, I'm going to brainstorm with this one. And then we're going to do cuddle talk. And I'm like, (laughs) this is my job. (laughs) This is my job. So just know you are so aware and you again are are nourishing your soul. Mm -hmm. And, and it's great to, you know, again, you're coming up, both of you are coming up on the year and to Mm -hmm. honor that. But it just becomes, uh, oh, my God, this is my life every single day. Angela, what was your get your head out of your ass moment? Uh, (laughs) uh, I think it was the fifth twat punch you threw at me. (laughs) Definition, please. I think I can infer. But is this a thing? Well, yeah. In 10 recs, I talk about how when we learn our lessons. I'm just going to give you the the truncated version. When we learn our lessons... I'm laughing and crying. Oh my God. Oh my God. How it always, like how it comes with like, sometimes the first lesson is like a tickle of a feather and then it's a tap on the arm and then it's a nudge to the shoulder and then maybe it's a punch. And the line is, then the universe winds up and gives you a good old punch to the, you know what? And then the follow up is, you know, sometimes it takes a good twat punch. So now everything is like, like I'll be talking to Angela on the phone. I'm like, are you sitting down? Because I'm ready to punch in the twat. So just know it's not the last time you'll hear that. So go on, Angela. I can't wait. I actually, listen, I cannot wait. I don't want to interrupt you, but I can't wait for my twat punch. Like you're going to come to me with something. I'm going to be like, oh, and I'm going to love it. I'm going to remember this moment. I hope you, there's got to be something. You're going to hear something in your head and you're going to be like, girl. It's, it it may be from Dana. It may be from the universe. It may be from your children. It may be from the grocery store. You don't know where it comes from. You don't know where it comes from. It's it's where that lesson is. And I think like we all, we're pretty aware people. You know, I'm like, I always joke with the clients. I'm like, I write books and I give advice. And next thing I know, out of nowhere, I'm like, boom. And I'm like, ow. I'm not as smart as I thought I was. Rob's like, why are you sitting funny? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) thank you for that. I'm going to take that with me for a long time. It's definitely part of like, oh my gosh. So it's uniquely you, Renaka. So, so I, uh, so I, you know, Dana did this painting, this painting. I love it. I saw it the other day. My little, my little Joshua, Maddie and Christian. And, um, after that, we did the intuitive guidance session, and I told her about this idea for Uniquely. So this was in like November 2020, and okay. for that whole year, Dana talked to me like every single day. Like we went from like yeah. never talking because we were friends from college in like 30 talking, years, right? Yeah, in like 30 years to talking almost every day. It was like almost every one- day. Let's be honest. She's got a track record here. True. So every day I would tell Dana about my progress of Uniquely. Just like it was always like a thing in the back of my mind. I've never done a business before, but it was like, just like it had to, it just had to come into existence. And that summer we're looking for the house and Dana goes, are you ready? I'm like, ah, shit. And she's like, (laughs) she's like, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. And it was like, she thought it was going to be the ultimate twat punch. She's like, you need to quit your job and do this full time. And I was like, I know, I knew, I knew right. I did. So it wasn't a painful twat punch. Cause it was like, I right. was just like, 
uh, reiterating. So I had to wait till we bought the house because of the mortgage and all that right. kind of stuff. And um, I had to slowly ease Dave into it because we just bought right. a very oh, expensive yes. house. <laughs> and that was a big yes. part of the, the monthly bills. And, it's strategy. Uh, strategy. It's strategy. Mm-hmm. So we got, we moved in, we bought the house October 7th. We moved in October 12th um, before Halloween that year. I told Dave, I was like, I'm going to have to get my notice. And he's like, Ugh. and he was not happy about it. He's still right. not great about it, but right. you know, it is what it is, right? Because Well, there's involved. different kinds of support, right? Yeah. And it's, he's allowed, and my husband will say the same thing. They're allowed to feel the way they want to feel. Just exactly. don't stand in my way. Exactly. <laughs> and no, and he's been super supportive you know, all around, right? but he's also yes. like, um, 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 opening the, the, the wallet, like, um, right. <laughs> like it, it's coming, it's coming, coming. I'm not doing, I know I, I can't tell him this, but I'm not doing this for the money. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not designing work. He doesn't watch because these, people will is, buy them. Are we going to edit that out? I love you, Dave. I love you. <laughs> no, but like you were talking before about creating product or creating a painting because mm-hmm. somebody would buy it. We're right. not creating any of these workshops because somebody might take them right. or, or they're going to appeal to an audience. Like I'm having a really yeah. hard time with that because that's my marketing head, you know, yes. but um, everything we're doing is just because it's, it's your joy and you're going to yes. share that joy and it will connect with somebody. Yes. We'll connect. So, and, and I think that's really one of the pieces that was able to draw me towards this. Now, first off, Michael Strauss recommends something. I do it. Right, I like he, he is so, so discerning. Cute. Uh, I love him to bits and pieces, and <laughs> and he's an example, right? Like we have to keep those people in our life that keep telling us to go for it, that keep saying that we have a light. I he sees more light in my kid than I do, like you know, and I need those people sometimes yes. because I get into parent mode, and it's easy going back again to not see them as flowering human. Yeah. You know, entities. They're just yes. children who have work to do. But so having people like that in my corner, in my space over that course of time, while I was struggling with who am I, what do I do? That's critical, right? Yeah. You want to talk about support. So it's, yes, my husband may have been like, but how, but wait, but there's things. And so it's nice to have that well-rounded uh, arena of people to help you shine your light. So when he brought Uniquely You to my platform, to my space, I was like, oh, first off the name, I totally dig. I love the idea of enhancing it's, it's, people's It's uniqueness. pending trademark, by the way, pending trademark. Nice. Okay. It, you deserve it. You deserve it. You know, but my teaching philosophy and my mentorship teacher when I was student teaching had us write down our philosophy of education on a piece of paper and stick it in our wallet. I still have it. It's in my sunshine folder in a Ziploc bag preserved forever. But it said to empower the individual to be their best self. That was when I was 27 years old and I was green and like so excited and I was going to change the world in my classroom. But it has become the only mission that's ever made sense to me. Right. And I don't teach today for a myriad number of reasons, but one of them is I don't want I don't want to promote standard people. I don't at all. I want unique people. I want people who are funky and what is it, you know, the funky and the weird and the crazy. Like they are the soul of of our humanity. (laughs) Yes. And you can be wild, funky and crazy and successful by a measure that that lets you sleep at night. Right. Like I want people to paint because they want to paint. 
And yes, you have to pay the bills, but you can also do this. And it's a matter of looking at what's standing in the way. I'm teaching the course, what are you tolerating? That single question is pinnacle to my own transition, to my coaching practice. Because if we're not okay saying I'm unhappy in my job, I'm unhappy in my relationship, marriage, partnership, I'm unhappy with my relationship with alcohol, my relationship with food, we will never make those changes and we will forever stay in that sadness. And that black hole, that darkness I was talking about grows bigger and has power. And any way I can, I want to tell people it's wave your free flag, be weird, know that there will be a response to it because the rest of the world doesn't love that. Uh, around me, go ahead, like you do your thing. But it's okay to find ways to, again, strategically step into those big things, whether it's changing your career, your whole life path. But until we can look at what we're tolerating and look at ourselves in the mirror and say, I am tolerating a life without joy. I am tolerating being unhealthy because I am eating food I know makes me sick, right? I don't eat gluten all that often. And when I do, it definitely doesn't do so great. But it's a choice. Oh my God, we are so finished here. Okay. But <laughs> but it's the the course I'm teaching. No, don't be sorry. I think it's great. The course I'm teaching is that work. It's saying, who are you and what do you want to be? And what the hell is standing in the way? And who told you it needs to stay there? Because right? Like so why? So yeah. why? Yeah. And you know, we can't do that in a, in a two hour course. We can't get through all of that, but to have the opportunity and the space for someone to ask what you're tolerating and listen, and then say, what can you do about it? They're going to be like, well, nothing. And I'll be like, tell me about that. Tell me anyone else who's had this problem, right? There's when we have that limiting perspective and we believe that tolerating again, the productivity versus busyness if tolerating is the busyness, I'm tolerating the schedule, the errands, the groceries on Wednesday when I really just want to paint. This is your one, what is Mary Oliver, your one wild, unique and precious life? Yeah. And we're squandering it's damn grocery store? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And food's important. Food is very important. But it's, it's that piece. It's that let's get beyond that. And that's what the second course is, right? And they tie in together. They're independent. But there is always room for joy. Even if it's a one minute breathing break, yeah. a one minute breathing break to just be present. Yeah. So Sometimes people just need the permission to yeah, do it. 100. Yeah. Yes, yes. We almost always do today. We it's write like we're like waiting connection. for someone to say like, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. Yes. If you take something for yourself. You're worth it. And you know yeah. what I'm hearing, Michaela? I'm hearing all of the people saying, but, but, I, but I can't because we really, as a, as a society, yeah humanity believes that we can't and you got to ask yourself why you know it, and it's not easy. how much time it, do we have yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> because we can go there like yeah, uh, we yeah, can talk I, I, I we can talk very quickly like you know, please go ahead tell, tell finish us. your thought what do you no say? finish well, your thought my, my thought was you know it's really unfortunate because i remember i was single for a very long time i didn't get married till i was like 42 or 43 and 
I remember in my entire 30s while I watched all my friends do it the way you're supposed mm-hmm. to do it, right? They met the guy in their 20s right. and then they got married in their late 20s and right. their late 20s, early 30s, they had babies and I'm still on top of the speaker at the voodoo lounge. Right. <laughs> Go, why can't, I, why can't I meet a nice guy? You know what I mean? So, but I always I just assumed it was out of reach for me. And, mm-hmm. and so I never really stopped and was like, well, why do I think that? Right. Where does that come from? So what we're saying, the three of us are sitting here and it may, uh, um, it may be perceived as there's three people in their ivory tower mm-hmm. going, quit your jobs. It'll be fine. Let me tell you, I make $0 right now. Other than like the gallery <laughs> stuff. Like there is, right. there is. You right. have to be able to say, I trust in myself. I believe what I'm doing. I know that my I will always have the resources I need mm-hmm. if I'm truly following my soul's purpose that. and continue to do the work, whatever that looks like for you, right? Yeah. In order to, in order to do, in order to um, receive, I'm going to get spiritual for a second. The energy that you put in, the energetic return, whatever that looks like. And we are so programmed to think it's apples to apples. Well, I painted this painting. Where's my money? I wrote this book. Where is my money? No, it's continue to live in the joy, to do the things that make you happy, to do the things that really fulfill you. And somehow all of those other external things that we think are important, that seem to be our first priority, it's like a knot. They kind of unravel themselves while we're unraveling this internal knot that is ours. So we are not in an ivory tower going, yeah, I quit my job five years ago and I quit my job a year ago and look how happy and look how wonderful. Mm -hmm. You gotta, sometimes you gotta dig through that pile of shit to find that pony. But when you're doing it with love in your heart. Yeah, it's a lot of digging. It's a lot of digging. It's a lot of trust fall every day. Trust one hundred percent. And and imagine if, imagine if we could rewrite the narrative, which is what I believe uniquely you is doing, which is yep. core in the work that I do. Is rewriting the narrative to say Dana. Hell yeah, dude. Way to wait until you were 42 to get married. Way to wait until you had you cultivated with clarity, with, with love and compassion for yourself before you gave that shit to someone else. Mm. Right. Imagine we could shift the narrative to say to me, like when I was 20, right. And say, I now I love my, I love the trajectory that my life has taken me on. It's been very, lots of opportunities to learn. Right. But I wouldn't change getting married and having my kids and taking my careers and moving through that part of me. What I would love to change is the story I told myself about it. Mm. Right. That I was, that I was doing it because I was doing it because I was a straight A student. You know, I made all the grades. I played all the sports. I did all all the things. That was my connection. I can't say that my parents, that anyone, that teachers put that on me. But again, that's the shit running downstream. And it just is so important that we we were talking earlier about teenagers accessing their their closing statement, who they are. Imagine if the closing statement was, I don't want to get married until I know what love looks like in my space, right? Not because I graduated college. Yeah. Not no, because, because all it's my friends time. just got married. Holy oh, yeah. Like, 
Right. And again, I, I waited till I was 27. I'm not exactly in that. I did graduate college, but anyway, I went twice. I like school a lot. So I went again. Um, <laughs> total. Oh gosh. Listen, my poor husband, if I had my druthers, I'd have like master's degrees in liberal arts and I would know how to do all the things. Um, and he told me one day, he's like, what do you really want to live in a box under a bridge with Tracy Chapman? And I'm like, what's wrong with Tracy Chapman? Right. <laughs> Oh, gosh. But it's I really to kind of segue to a different topic. I appreciate the both of you so much. There is no ivory tower. There is no freaking ivory tower here. And just because we might look all the same and have the same conversation, we are fighting for our lives because our life is that energy. It is that spirit. And we're doing it by trying to help other people. I, for one, am grateful that I have a space for my little light, my little life to thrive and shine. Um, I think that Uniquely You is a, a mastermind idea. I appreciate the work you guys both did to conceive it and birth it and bring it to life and nurture it. Um, and just as people see the light in my kids, I see it, right? I see the wave. I see it all coming. I'm grateful to be a part of it because I can't stand thinking that the world will continue in that darkness. I, I just, I can't, I can't. I, I, I get, it's one of the few things that really ruffles my feathers to a point of getting red and sweaty. I, I want people to live fully. This is all we have. Why are we minimizing it? Because the marketing people tell us to. No offense to you, me, or anyone else. But, <laughs> no right? They get paid personally. to do that. No, I, listen, so I did marketing for my family business. I hustled garage doors, ladies. Like, you know. Like it's oh. the most important thing in the world. I hustle right? stanchions, stanchions. Girl. Those things that you wait in line, the retractable yes, belts. Oh, we had the I'm best in the business. Yeah, yeah. Now we do have the best garage doors. I have to, I have to be, <laughs> <laughs> they are legit. Shameless plug. <laughs> totally, it's simple architectural door specialties if you're in the market. Please wait, but, when I'm ready for another um, one, come to Long Island, I will totally go to you guys all Oh, night. we have dealers all over Long Island. Lots fantastic, of fantastic. Oh, I love you. You can take yeah. the girl um, out of garage doors, but you can't take the garage door out of the girl. I told you I'm a dork. I like my things. Oh, no, Michaela, I just want to say um, that it feels so good to be seen. It feels so good to be seen. You know, uniquely is uniquely is a, it's a baby. Mm -hmm. It's a baby that we've been been birthed into the world, right? And yep. you only want to hang out with people that see your kids and love your mm -hmm. kids and help support mm -hmm. the growth of your kids. And if they don't, it's cool. You may not like sure. kids. No problem. Like no skin off my back. Right. But for someone to see and love my yes. kids, you know, it's just I like, love your kids. All, all of them. You. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing them, right? Because listen, so many people have the idea, have the light, have the hope and are afraid, right? How do I step out? So I just started, you know, it's funny to be on a podcast because I just started something that I won't call really a podcast because that's way too much pressure. But I started <laughs> doing Instagram live videos because I... Mm, I'm a little embarrassed to say, but I'm going to say it because that's the important thing, right? The vulnerability. I was so embarrassed to, I'm 42 years old, to pretend I was some, you know, cute little millennial hopping on Instagram live. Mm -hmm. But I also know it's an important piece for people to see me, to hear me, to get yes. to know me, right? Because yes. anyone can put out a bunch of memes about good vibes and stuff, and that's not my jam. Um <sighs> But I started doing this because I wanted to create space to let people be seen, right? I'm not a big fan of standing in the light alone, 
But if I can bring a friend, a, a respected leader, someone that I care for and shine the light on them and talk about the work that they've done, the work that I do, it to me is everything. So when I see people taking up space and not being a bull in the china shop, not being um, the, the soul sucker of that light, yeah. um, I, I really just want to, I have to applaud and it makes me want to be a part of it because I want a space. I want more space, right? I want people to be in that space, not for any other reason than it's nice there. Yeah, it's it feels nice good. There. It feels it good to be a little weird and to, you know, have to a To say twat punch. Twat punch, y'all. <laughs> twat punch. If you haven't said it yet listening, you've got to try it out. It's really fun. <laughs> Thank you, Dana. You're Coined welcome. by Dana Sardano. I love it. <laughs> Confucius says twat punch. <laughs> I think that this is a perfect segue. I think this is a beautiful conversation. But let's, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if Twat Punch isn't the segue, I don't know what is. But I would, I'd love to play a little game. Okay. Okay. Dana and I came up with a game. It's called You Connect. And okay. we have, at Uniquely You, we have seven schools of thought. So we came up with just some conversational prompts and questions okay. from each of the schools. Um, and since you are uh, going to be in our school of empowerment, we're going to mm -hmm. pick some empowerment questions okay. or maybe one and then we'll pick another fun one. Um, Roll the dice. I mean, eventually they're going to be cute cards. I just haven't gotten mm -hmm. to it yet. So <laughs> that's okay. All in due it's time. Good. Okay. So let's do this. This is like a four parter. So I'm going to ask mm -hmm. the first two parts to you, Michaela, okay. and I'll toss it over to Dana to do the second parts. So two questions. What is the one thing that really stresses you out? And on a scale from one to 10, what is your general level of stress? Today or yeah, today. last December? <laughs> no, in this moment. Um, yeah. In this moment, I still get stressed out by the expectation of time time stresses me out. So I, I haven't yet moved beyond the, okay, I've done this. All right, what's next? Let's reverse engineer. Let's get it all da, 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 because we only have so much time. Um, I'm, I struggle with that, right? Cause I want to do all the things I want to get it all in. So I'm, I've had to learn how to say no. I've had to learn how to say, oh shit, I didn't do a good job reverse engineering this. I had to text a client on Wednesday and I was like, I'm an ass. And it is just my day is spiraling out of control. So that feeling that comes with time that I have to be on time and that I have to be prepared and that I cannot disappoint people with any issues with my time. Um, that's my 42 year psychology at play of just do right, show up, be right, don't complain and don't disappoint anybody but yourself, mm. you know, so. I think time stresses me out. What was the second part? And it was on a scale of one to 10, what is your okay. general level of stress today in this moment? I, I, yeah. In this moment, I'm very relaxed. I'm in my pajamas. Um, but in this, in this, you know, moment of a few days, I, I feel stress. I relate it to the stress I felt in my past where it's been the stress of things that I didn't own and didn't want and didn't want to do right? Mm. The, the shit on the calendar you don't want to do, the to-do list, the work stuff. So it, it is different today because I know that the work I'm doing 
you know, stressing to try to get the headphones and the microphones for this. It was almost exciting because yeah. it was something I want to do and I want to be good at. I knew you guys would be cool and help me figure it out. But in that moment, I didn't feel that stress anxiety. It was okay, stop, right? Because it was something I wanted to do. Um, so I keep my stress level pretty low because I'm very clear on what's most important. And that's being me, taking care of my family and, and our health um, and maintaining good connection. So you're amazing. I'm okay. learning, right? It's great to have these questions because I'm like, that's a great question. I don't, I haven't thought about that. So thank you. <laughs> Michaela, right. I, I have to tell you, I'm listening to you and I have about 10 years on you. And it's amazing that you're very aware of this. And what'll happen is like, you'll get to, you'll get to my age and there you'll have absolutely zero stress over any of it. Like right. I always joke that like I border on like well, irresponsibility. It. Rob's like, are you putting on pants yeah. today? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going out. Yeah. <laughs> This is why we have people in our life that know us, love us, and help they us through. They know to make sure I'm wearing pants. And then I watch yes. Rob with the girl, because my girls are um, going to be 12 and 13. And right. when he sees that, I said to him yesterday, I'm like, do you feel like you have three children? And I'm pretty, like, responsible. I'm pretty accomplished, you know? And, and he looks at me and he's like, and I was like, aw, aw. But you'll get to that so, point of it doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't yeah. matter. None of it matters. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love and and I think I think you brought up a good point and I think it's really about the work you're doing, the work I do and and the rest of the instructors. It's I don't want to wait 10 years to know that. And I damn well don't want to teach my kids that. Yeah, right? they watch now, us. It's one and I'm the drill sergeant. Did you do your shoes? Did you get this? Did you brush your teeth? Da, 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 because time, because that damn bus, I'm grateful for the bus, right? But it's that, wow. that pressure that comes with it. That's what stresses me out. So I, I do now, as I think this through out loud, I need to reverse that and shift that with them because I don't want them to be 42 going this whole time construct and people's expectations, forget <laughs> about it, right? Like I don't want them to have that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really grateful for this conversation. <laughs> All right. Well, Miss Dana, you get two questions also. Uh, do you sometimes create stressful situations for yourself? And what is one thing you could do to alleviate stress today? Well, we already know you don't really feel stress, but you get some anxiety sometimes. Uh, yeah, I get anxiety over technology. And, mm -hmm. you know, I what I've learned is, tell, repeat the first question because I wanted to apply, obviously. Do you sometimes create stressful situations for okay. yourself? Okay. So I have gotten really good at not creating stressful situations for myself. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to give you one brief example. Um, Michaela, just to bring you up to speed. When I first opened the gallery, the gallery is now, it's now three years old, right? And in the first year and a half, it was open doors, you know, general public. I was off the beaten right. path a little, which was nice. So I didn't have every looky-loo. Right. But what happened was, because it was such a cool space, I had a lounge. It's like an art gallery and intuitive lounge. Everybody came in and hung out. I made coffee and snacks. Anybody who needed any kind of guidance, I was like, let me help you out, you know? And I was just giving it away, giving it away, giving right. it away. And I was setting a boundary. 
that was a unattainable and b not really setting a boundary i was creating a boundaryless environment because of whatever my belief was about myself that i had to do for others i'm a great host i had events and all of those well the the teacher mindset right you don't teach for the money you teach because you want to give yourself you want to and there's also and take care yeah but there's also personal things um right about myself, belief systems about myself, worthiness things about myself that I hadn't yet. Discernment, right? What is symbiotic, what is not symbiotic? Again, it's not always apples to apples, but I had to learn that through my experience in the gallery. And last year when I, you know, um, intentionally made, (laughs) when I decided I was gonna grow back a thyroid, I'll just say it out loud. And I went through a year (laughs) of, intentional illness in order to come out the other side, bigger, better, stronger. Mm-hmm. You are catching me, Michaela, on the mend. I'm like mm-hmm. 85% there. And I only say wow. that because I'm starting to um, reverse some of the stuff that I had done to myself in the last year. Okay. As for a whole nother show, a whole nother day. <laughs> right. In that one. year. Wow, this is incredible. Oh, no, you don't even know what the half journey. of it. You don't even oh, know the yeah. half of it. So Ooh. it's, it's in uh, Shayla's plug, Beyond the Ten, Decoding the Woo Woo. Get it now. And uh, anyway, when I had done this, I had spent a year. I had I closed the gallery. I, I turned to, I closed the gallery during the time that I was on my back. So I was taking three, four naps a day. It was insane. Angela witnessed the whole thing. But what I realized in those times of stillness and illness, what was really, really important to me, and what was important to me was my well-being and my growth and my boundaries and my family and my, and I started understanding that I needed to create more boundaries and I didn't have to give so much and I wound up separating myself from like the entire community that I had cultivated. Right. That was that. So now the the gallery is by appointment only. The gallery is a place for me. I'm not there today because I have a bunch of things and I wanted to be home, but it's for me to uh, run business and and paint and be creative and and do right. broadcasts and all of those things. And by appointment, somebody wants right. intuitive guidance. Somebody wants to buy a painting. They'll call yeah. me up and I've alleviated. I've created that boundary essentially. That's awesome. Well, yesterday I got a straggler from like distant past that was used to the old format that um, about a year and a half ago, right after Shocker Khan, she, I'll just say, she got a hair up her ass. I don't think she felt an alignment with what we were doing anymore. She felt a new energy of people coming. And she not only decided to distance herself from the gallery, but she was a little bit um, harsh about it. She said some things that weren't very nice. And yesterday, I didn't tell you this, Angela, she, she sent me an email. And basically like, hey, long time no see. Um, you know, I, I really, you know, whatever it was. Super passive she, aggressive. She, no, no. She was okay. excited about her journey and where it's taking her. And because I was an integral part, she wanted to pop over and share it with me. Never once asked how I was doing. Never once asked. if the, She wanted to see me either after 5 p.m. or on the weekends. And I was able to respectfully and kindfully say in the email, I think that's wonderful. Um, You left rather abruptly. I always wondered how you were doing. Um, However, I have, I've changed. Um, my, my business has changed. I'm by appointment only. It's another thing, you know, you pay for intuitive guidance and you plop on my couch every Saturday to tell me how you're doing as my friend that I'm running a business, you know, my boundaries, my fault. So if you'd like to set an appointment, I'm happy to do so. 
And it was an instance where I could have, and in the past would have created a tremendous amount of stress for myself because I would have tried to accommodate her. I would have felt guilty. I would have beat myself up. I would have done done all those things. And the reality is I worked so hard, not, not intentionally. I wasn't like, I'm going to grow my thyroid and reset my boundaries. It was all part of that process. And I got myself into a place where I don't fall into those relationship pitfalls and I don't have those boundary issues. And I had an opportunity to, to pass that test or to prove that to myself. And it felt, and her reaction was a little like, Oh, okay. But I did nothing but hold my boundary. So to answer your question, and I always joke in as many words as possible. (laughs) <laughs> I had, I had the opportunity and I continuously have the opportunity to exercise all of the work that I've done to be the better version of myself and live a more peaceful right. life because I'm aware as these opportunities to, I call them tests, they're not tests, but to, to Heal. prove or act on what I've learned about myself. So that's why the stress is limited. And I don't remember yeah. what the second part was, but I'm sure it fits into that answer. I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. Um, I, I will comment that the one thing I work on the most, once we get into perspective and vulnerability is boundaries. With my clients, mm-hmm. it's boundary, boundary, boundary. What is safe and kind? What makes you feel whole? What do you want? And it's it's across the board. It's boundaries, boundaries. Where do I stop and where do people start? And that's why, like a friend of mine the other day, he's like, I've gotten very good at disappointing people and I'm happy about it. And I said, oh, that's awesome. That like, is that's awesome. fantastic. But you can do it with loving kindness. You can do it with respect for, you can respect do it with ego, right? So it's, um, I, I agree with you. That's where a lot of my stress doesn't live. Like I, I have stress. I'm not going to say I live again, no ivory tower here, friends, but it's how do you want to encounter it and what can you do to either get around it or to embrace it or to lessen the blow? Right. Yes. Yep. So I appreciate yes. the way you rolled that out because that was a great way to explain um, how to manage that stress. Yeah. How to, yeah. how to say, I see you stress, but I'm not going to let you control me. Yeah. I see go back to my old ways. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, what about you, Angela? Good for you. Well, Thank I was going to just, um, for the sake of time, I was going to jump over. I'm augmenting one of our questions from the School of Creative Expression. Okay. And um, so someday, Michaela, someday in the near future, my daughter, when she graduates film school, is going to write a screenplay mm-hmm. and produce a movie about Uniquely You and about all okay. of us. So I believe that Amy Poehler would be an amazing person to play me. Dana, I think mm. Sandra Bullock, maybe even Julia Roberts. I'm not sure. Maybe. Seriously, I think she could I pull can it see so that, that, that bold, like, yeah, here I am yeah. world. And, and Maddie's going to be the Anne Hathaway mm. character, you know, okay. like Anne Hathaway. Okay. Michaela, who would play you? Who will play you in our movie? get to be in the movie of course you do dude. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah again mommy okay. again. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, i was not prepared for this question uh, who would play me who do i um i would love and i'm thinking of the persons like i would love someone like jennifer garner or ooh, good to one. play me like 
because I, I want, I like her playful side. I like that, but that she's serious and badass in all the different arenas she plays, but I really like her as a person. So yes. she was my first thinking. I'm very naturally inclined to Jennifer Aniston because we oh. share a birthday. Okay. I, was I her. see that. So we can put her on the list. I okay. can cut my hair like a friend's haircut. We could have some fun. <laughs> um, but so it's interesting. Now that I'm, I'm like, this is a lot of questions. But I, I have very oddly. So I used to be in service industry, and you know, you're always seeing people. And um, I've gotten Jessica Simpson and Uma Thurman as my celebrity lookalikes. And I'm like, I don't see either of them, but they're both lovely humans. So thanks. Yes. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, we've got all I good options know. to put on the list. Yeah, for you. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love Maybe it. Maybe I'll and play me. Maybe you, you play you. Why do we need people to portray us? Well, because we're going to be so busy taking over the world. Spreading light everywhere. I mean, we're I forgot. Never has lines. I totally forgot. <laughs> See, I would be, Wait, this I is would, our movie. Yeah, right. I would be terrible in a movie because I yes. can't. I can't like remember Read lines and like act. Right. You know what I mean? I just like, want to ad lib. I just am right. So I think yes. that's why it would not be very good if I do did not put me in a box. I know, I know. No, you do didn't not. say this. Well, I don't want to say this. Shut up. Um, <laughs> but I would okay. say it this way this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, okay, great. Um, we're on, obviously, when the, the real question was the movie version of your life would be romantic comedy, film noir, suspense, thriller, musical, or other. Mm -hmm. I think it would verge on romantic comedy, not the highlight on the romance, although love is a big part of my life, my husband, my children, et cetera, but um, a, a little bit more biography with that comedy or something like okay uh reflective more memoir based with a heck of a lot of comedy because my life is messy y'all and and if i can't laugh at it oh god i'd be crying all day uh, i know you know yes, <laughs> so, yes yes um it would have to be fun and engaging but you'd probably have to cry and really get deep and feel at the same time because that is the dynamic of me um i'm very you know, cerebral in my head, but then I'm like, tee let's talk about punches. <laughs> she said poop. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Everybody poops. Best book ever. Um, but, and, and I think that that's where, like, I would love to say, I'm going to write my own genre because I'm my own person and never yeah. before has a story like this been told. Um, and I believe that wholeheartedly for all of us. And the more I believe it about you, the more I can believe it about myself. Um, so I would take Jennifer Aniston and say, but you cannot play that same role you play in everything else. You've got to play me. Should yeah. have to be you. Right? I mean, that's yeah. why you got to find the person that can play you. Yeah. Right? That's there. So we'll go back to Jennifer Garner. I think she's got that. I that, think so too. That dynamic. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that's that's a nice mix. We've got yeah. like an Ocean's okay. 8 kind of thing going on. I'm going to have dreams of Jennifer Gardner now. <laughs> yeah, right. Get ready. Tell her to get ready. Could be worse, I guess. Um, so. Okay. So I think now what we're going to do is going to kind of wrap this sucker up. Okay. Um, but I want to give you, you've talked a lot about your coaching and mm -hmm. a lot about the work you're doing in your courses. So just take a couple minutes just to do your shameless plug on everything mm -hmm. where people can find you and how right. they can be in touch with you. Awesome. So um, I am a life coach. I also do group facilitation um, for various levels, whether it's presentations or, or mastermind groups. 
Um, but the work that I do is truly about the empowerment of the individual for the betterment of the collective whole. So whether it's um, working with an individual, a, a woman, a mother, someone in the workplace and trying to navigate those relationships or someone transitioning jobs. I'm working with a gentleman now who wants to leave his job. How do I do it? Great. Let's let's coach through and let's build the process and do that strategic part. Um, and no matter what it is, it comes down to what's important to you, what's in the way of that, and how do we get there using resources and new perspectives. So if, if that is interesting to anyone, obviously, hop on over to Uniquely You and sign up for my courses. Um, also, please check them out. There is a breadth of knowledge, information, and insight there, and it's only getting better. Um, but then if you're looking for me across social media, I am at my joy coach. Um, my business is Joy Inc. Um, so you can find me at www.myjoycoach.com. There you will have access to my writing, more about me, the podcast I'm doing. It's called And All the Things. So if Angela were on, it would be Angela DeMarco and All the Things because we are not just one thing. Um, it's about tell us about Uniquely You and all the other little messy fun parts that have gotten you here. Um, because I want people to tell their story. I want you to want to write your own movie because that's what we do every day step out, look in, and how do you want today's scene to go? Um, and I believe the more of us that have the courage, because it's courage, the courage to do that, um, that big dark hole in our soul gets smaller and we can fill it with more nourishing things like love, connection, and friends. Beautiful. Uh, I uh, think that's it. Uh, I love you so much. And I'm going to follow this with a nug. <laughs> I'm going to follow this with a nug. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> I just, and honestly, guys, oh, like I, I can't even, I may have known this my whole life, but I, I truly believe it is just that voice inside that divine gift, call it God, call it the universe, call it Kumbaya. I don't care what you call it, but listen, listen, because this, maybe I have big, funny, fancy words and, and eloquence, whatever that that's my gift, I guess, but let it out, make people listen. It's so worthy because you are worth it. And I don't know. I just, words come out. That's yeah. why I've stopped writing you because make, you make it, really I just can't type that sounds. Really good mouth sounds. Yeah. yeah. Can I say twat punch though? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Twat <laughs> <laughs> punch. Oh my goodness. Oh, All right. So Dana, oh, yes. Uh, close, us out, close us out mm. with one of Dana's nugs. Okay, so Dana's nugs. So as we're having this conversation, and in many of the conversations that we have, is it granola? Have, Nugget of granola? <laughs> yes. Are you referencing the granola that was in my bra that was driving yes. me crazy? This is no, man. I cleaned it all out. I'm Just sorry, I had to be there. <laughs> Michaela for the win. Okay, sorry. Okay, Michaela for the win. That's awesome. But the. The nug that keeps coming to me Ooh. that has come to me. You guys okay? We're gonna be okay. Yeah, we're good now. Okay, I'm sitting here looking sorry. at the clock, going, "I don't want to go over. I don't want to go over." I'm and sorry. Like I'm sorry. Tingling, sorry. Like school curls. All right. The nug that keeps coming to me, and and this has been coming to me since this since a our U instructors came in, but this newest wave mm -hmm. especially. What I find so beautiful about not only society, humanity but the uniquely you platform 
is that when we are connected to our true essence, and again, there's a thousand ways to skin a cat, but the, but we become connected when we release the fears, when we make decisions that are based on our best interest, when we truly come back to center and it takes time, it comes in waves, it comes with work. When we do that, we come to align with people that Mm -hmm. are so similar to us. There are more similarities among all of us than there are differences. But the beauty is every single one of us has our own stink. Every single thing that came out of Michaela's mouth today came out of her mouth. And I'm speaking to the masses. That's why I'm speaking about you, Michaela, in third person, but came out of her mouth. I have heard myself say it in my Mm -hmm. own way under different circumstances. And that's why when you see the crazy nod, that's where it comes from. And we all do that because none of us are writing the news. We are just reporting it. We are receiving this beautiful information through our stillness and through our alignment because it is, they're truly universal truths. We just all can't see it yet because we still got the gook. We forgot. We forgot. And the gook, we have to clean out the gook. And that's why there's assistance and there's guidance and there's workshops and there's books and there's all of these things to help us clear out the gook. But once that gook is cleared out, we all have a story to tell. And it's all a beautiful story. And it's our story. I'm not trying to adopt Michaela's story. Angela's not trying to adopt my story. We all have our own stories and we look to one another and we lift each other up in order to assist each other when we need it to tell our own stories. So the nug bringing this all together is we all have a story. It's ours. Mm And we see each other and we see ourselves in each other. And that's the beauty. And that's how we know we're getting it right. Because it feels good. That's right. Dana's nug. Dana's nugs. (laughs) Oh, we just did the same thing. Oh, we did. We did. (laughs) Okay. So. So to my point. If anyone has any question about this, we did not rehearse. We did not prepare anything. She, she is not in love with Pearl Jam because I am, she is not in love with anything. Like we are, we, we have spent outside of the uniquely you like hour here, hour there, like no, no time together. None. Yeah. But this is the universe speaking. This is that, that twat punch of, Hey friends, y'all deserve to have this community of people who who look, think, talk, and feel like you because you're all different and weird, yep. right? Yeah. And I say weird in the most loving way. Of and I say it only of in course, contrast of to, course. I to normalizing. Shirt. I, I have a shirt Stay that weird, weird on it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I, I told you guys I worry about time, but I don't have a clock, so you'll have to tell okay. me if I you need to You know what? We're, who cares? <laughs> you know, what's right? No, at, to be honest with you, I care because I have an appointment at noon. Yeah, so, okay. so let's, let's say, I nice care things. too. Cause this, and I'm this very excited fun. just so you know that, um, you're like, I don't worry about time. And I'm like, I do. Um, but I have to stress. <laughs> Angela Listen, has to say a bunch of nice things and thank a bunch of people and get full on, you know, with the Oscar and the, you like me, you really like me. So take it away, Miss Angela. She uh, right, nice do I get to me. say thank you first or do I get to say thank you at the end? You can say thank you. I'm now. really, well, I'm really thank grateful. you first. So you, oh. no, thank, thank you. you. Thank no, you. Thank you. I talked about, um, <laughs> thank you. I'm going to leave it very simple. I, I see you Ubuntu. 
right? It's, um, and I feel seen in the process. And that's where there is no one-way liberation because I feel big, bright, and beautiful. You do, I get to invite you and to share in part of that. So there is so much light. I feel seen. I'm, I'm grateful you guys feel seen. Um, and I'm ready for the rest of the world to see what you are doing, what we are doing, uh, because we are all worth it. And gosh, fly those freak flags, wear the weird shirts, <laughs> color your hair. Don't quit your job without a strategy. Yeah, and there is no ivory tower. This <laughs> what you what these people are seeing here today is not just good luck. This yeah. is good people aligning with themselves and bringing in other people to to help do that work to serve forward. Um, That's and it's possible. Right we are the testament to that. There is no ivory tower unless you want to say we climbed the stairs and then we're going to build another one and another one yeah, and another just one. Keep, keep climbing just and doing keep the work. Climbing. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, so, Michaela, for um, doing a very good closing for us. <laughs> I'll just do a quick wrap up because that was much more eloquent than I am. Okay. Twice. Okay. No. <laughs> um, no, Michaela, it has no. been such a Ugh. great conversation. I mean, this has been so incredible. I am so grateful you're a part of our team. Um, you. What you bring to the table is just so much more of what we are and it just expands mm -hmm. us and it just it's just amazing and i can't wait for you. your light to shine on theirs and our, our, our people's light to shine in you and all this beautiful stuff mm -hmm. so thank you for taking the time to have this conversation with us Absolutely. and to snuggle and cuddle with us um miss dana as always this is the part where i say nice <laughs> things about you um i think you're brilliant and i love you and i still want to be like you when i grow up Mm -hmm. So Dana was my pledge mom in our <laughs> sorority, and I was like, oh, bow Aww. down before. Yeah, so I love Dana very much. Um, uh, for those of you who do not know and live in some alternate universe, Dana has written a book. <laughs> it's called 10 Recommandments for Personal Empowerment. It can be purchased, the paperback can be purchased on Amazon, uh, or the audio book that she narrated herself is uh, available exclusively on finduniquelyyou.com in the shop. We have a special offer running right now for anybody who signs up for a workshop. You get a free copy of the audiobook, and it is a game changer. So um, head over to finduniquelyyou.com and take a look at the different workshops and schools. We have a little thing that we created called the Spark Meter. Just in case you're not sure where you're at, you're not sure what Uniquely it does. I mean, Uniquely is all about you all about you finding your happiness and and checking out where you are so if you take the little spark meter there's a survey a pdf it's you, super cute it's super cute right it's super cute mm -hmm. and you can click through and you do yes or no questions nobody's seeing it but you and it just kind of like leads you to different schools of thought to see where you might be able to to find your find your happiness and joy and connect with the people that are like-minded um, I want to thank Scopic and Eugen. Shout out to Eugen for dealing all, doing all of our editing. We love you. Um, and Maggie, we love you too. And um, thank you to the husbands, the children, the, um, the universe. Baby Jesus. Oh, thanks. I baby Jesus. And Lord, God, oh, breath in my lungs. I want to thank. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay, all right, we're done. We're done. We're done. The music is rolling. All right, That's all right, so funny. <laughs> all right. So with that, um, I just want to say, uh, stay cozy. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.